Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast, six o'clock Eastern, three o'clock here in Las Vegas. Action packed hour for you this Wednesday. It's the Wednesday before the sweet 16. And we've got Brad Powers, one of the pros. He's got all the college knowledge. Steve Fezzik, NBA expert. Sports betters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. And also, NFL pass interference. I'm going to be interested to hear the roundtable's thoughts, but you can't have pros without Joe's. He's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, we start here on Straight Out of Vegas in the NFL, where yesterday owners passed a rule that would allow offensive and defensive pass interference, including non-calls to be reviewed. Coaches can challenge those up to two minutes left in each half. In the final two minutes of each half, the booth has to review it. So RJ, what does Vegas make of the big change in the NFL? Well, listen, we can look at this as t- from two perspectives. One as fans, one as professional batters. Now, I think a lot of talk shows, the fan perspective is being shared. So let's do it from a batter's perspective. Fez, only two-time Super Contest champion. That's an NFL contest. Did it back-to-back just to show off. What are your thoughts as a batter? I am estimating that the average scores in the NFL, RJ, are going to go up one half to one point just from this rules change. One half to one point. So from 0.5 points to one point. Correct. Okay. Interesting. And the reason is that most of the overturns are going to be... Maybe we... Listen... I don't know, Jonas. We do we want to stop and do like a breaking news alert and jump into all the iHeart? Do we have the ability to do that? Like, what, like imagine it's like 
Okay, uh, Rush Limbaugh's off the air for just one minute. We've got a report. We quantified the rules change. It could be a half a point per game, more scoring. Now back to your regular programming. It, it just depends but, who's got the best news voice on the show. I think Brad does. So I think yeah, Brad so I mean, but up. we could do that yes. if we wanted to. Yes. All right. What do you think? You think it's warranted? <laughs> um, half point to a point, probably not. Uh, I'm going to go. All ahead and right. Say all right. Continue, Fed. Let me make my case. Most. Oh, yes. Defend that wild proposition. All right. Most of the overturns, in my opinion, are going to be missed pass interference on the defense calls. There's going to be three situations. Contact just before the ball arrives. So often that contact does occur on the receiver right before the ball, but the refs don't call it because it's a split-second decision. That would be like the Saints-Rams would be an egregious example of that where the contact was well before the ball arrived. Also, underthrown balls. I see this all the time, RJ, where the quarterback throws a duck out there and the safety runs into the receiver, but the ref... He just doesn't throw the flag because it's like, oh, it's such a horrible pass, even though by the letter of the law, it is pass interference. And the third case, Hail Marys. Frankly, you see muggings on Hail Marys. It's a scrum, and so often the defense just moves the offensive player out of the way, and the refs, they hate to throw a flag on the last play of the game. And so the omission of the flags in all those cases is going to go in favor of the offense. Yeah, I think the pass interference is the one that really jumps out. And in a weird way, it contradicts Colin's theory about calling games differently late. So just this week, Colin was saying it makes sense in the NBA, in the NFL, the ref swallow the whistle that, hey, things get tough late. But is that supposed to apply to replay also? So there's some play that... I mean, because now that's the thing about getting objective. If you're getting pure mathematically based, purely did something happen or not, there is no subjectivity. There is no, well, it's late. It is a Hail Mary. So when you see that replay where someone's getting pushed, I don't think the replay official can apply these differentiated rules. They're going to say, oh, that's pass interference. By the letter of the law. Yep. So... To me, the conflict here, and we can sit and complain about length of game. We can talk about computers taking over, getting scared, you know, a 2001 style. But really, to me, I think the idea that whatever subjectivity there is, and I'm not a big fan of there being subjectivity. I think games should be called the same the whole game myself. I don't know if I'm in the minority. Where are you at with that, Brad? Mm. I think they should be. It depends. What are the stakes? Regular season game? Or are you talking uh, compared well, to that? Like, seems playoff. even crazier. So you're going to call certain games <laughs> differently at different points? Like you need a matrix to decide how to call a game? I I mean, I'd rather have the, the refs kind of uh, an important game swallow the whistle. I mean, we saw an NCAA. They swallow the whistle the whole game. True. I mean, it's, it's like, let's decide when we want the, what's a foul and what's not. I mean, imagine teaching how. First of all, how do refs learn anything? Right? They go to ref school, yep. right? And do the, does someone sit up there and say, well, four plus four equals eight? Okay, that makes sense. And then, but they could say, all right, four plus four equals eight, unless it's on national TV, then it equals 8.5. Unless it's on national TV and a playoff game, then it equals nine. And oh, by the way, if it's the deciding game of a seven game series, it equals 10. I mean, how crazy would that be? How would they explain to the refs? Like, we're letting these refs decide for, by in a weird way, by not having objective standards, we're letting every ref decide for himself. Should mm-hmm. we call it different late? Call it, and, and I think we've seen in the NBA, some of these refs got a God complex. So I kind of like that this would almost force us to move towards more objectivity, but that seems to run a uh, counter to what a lot of people like Colin want, which is swallow the whistle late. Jonas, as a fan, what do you want 
from the officials. Do you want the same call, consistent calling throughout the game? Consistent and get it right. That's all I care about. Because to, and when people make the argument, well, in big games, Lee swallow the whistle. Well, bi- their big games are all across the board in the NFL because at every single moment, somebody's job is on the line, somebody's career is on the line, and so to just say, well, now, but later in the year, those games mean more, and some guy gets screwed because there's a pass interference. It's not called. It doesn't make any sense to me. Make it the same way all the way through, and no matter what it takes, just get it right so that we know what the what the final score is going to be and we know that we're on the up and up. Now that's the Jonas I hear on the weekends. This is so f***ing good. Alright. <laughs> A little passion there, baby. And I agree. Get it right. Let's give objective measures. And I'll tell you this. Here's the part I hate the most about it. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas recapping the Vegas reaction to the pass interference addition to reviewable calls. Here's what I hate most. What's been the other conversation about pass interference? The idea that, oh, let's make it a 15-yard penalty, penalty like in college, meaning the stakes on the call not being 40 or 50 yards, the stakes are 15 yards. Now what you're doing is taking a call that is the highest stakes call and yeah, I get in theory you're getting it right more, but but the, it's not always going to be obvious. I mean, we've seen a lot of replays that aren't obvious either. Mm. So now there's just why not just take the pass interference and make it 15 yards and accept the fact that if you get it wrong, because now it's like a holding penalty, right? You don't re, we don't review those yet. Yep. So and I get the whole idea. And and listen, we went a long time when there was intentional running into the kicker and incidental. Now, if someone comes waving like we used to in high school, trying to stop someone from the catch, yeah, say intentional pass interference, spot of the foul, fine. And if it's incidental, which a vast majority will be, it's 15 yards. Even with the replay, doesn't that sound like the better solution? And I would also think that when people complain about how it's going to lengthen games and it's going to take too long and games are going to drag on, coaches only have two challenges. That has not changed. And to me, if anything, it's going to speed the game up early on because they're going to pocket one of those challenges just in case there's a pass interference that they can cash in on later in the game. I just think it's better for the sport. I really do. I think that's a good point, too. But, see, that's what confuses me. So the rule is you get one, you get two. If you're right about both, you get a third. If I, you're right about the first three, what happens? I, From my understanding, it's only you get two. There is you, no, get th- you get three. Okay. You get three. If you're right about the first two, you get a bonus one. Okay. Okay, you are and if you're right about the third one. You're, you're out of luck. You don't get a third one. So, so right. It's like I say, Brad, you're wrong. RJ's right. Brad, you're wrong. RJ's right. Brad, you're wrong. RJ's right. Hey, guys, I think Brad's wrong. Can't say anything about it. <laughs> I mean, that seems insane. It's almost like the game. So we're, we're acting like the fidelity of the calls matter that much, except if they get a fourth one in a row wrong, and then it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, here's what I know. Sometimes it's at the dentist. Sometimes it's at the dermatologist. There's a lot of things on the human body. If you look really close at them, like if you look at your teeth and, and they're like magnified times 80, it's like, oh my God, my teeth look horrible. Then I look at my teeth in pictures, like, hey, they look pretty good. You know, distance is not a bad thing. Let's think about how many games, how much history would have changed if we were sitting here trying to get every call right, no matter what the consequence. Meaning I get the refs on the field trying to get every call right, but what's the next move? Do we potentially have... Because I bet we have the technology now where there's a red light that goes off if someone's past the line of scrimmage. Like the defense lines up, you put a laser beam across the line of scrimmage, Mm -hmm. and now we're going to have that happen, right? I mean, imagine as technology increases, it almost feels like we're fighting. This could be like a big metaphysical hour show by itself, is how much randomness are we willing to accept in our lives, As gamblers, we realize we can do everything right and still lose. And you can do everything wrong and still win. And it feels like the NFL is trying to take the randomness out of it. And and, and I think in general, if you said, oh, they're trying to get the right answer, how problematic is that? I'd say, well, by itself, it's not problematic. But boy, oh boy, it feels like that we're talking about going from 
you know, uh, we've decreased the randomness a little bit, but there's still like, how many hold and call? I mean, do we, do we put a camera on every, like under this theory, I guess let's do the slippery slope. Why not have a camera on every player? And, and there's a ref back in Jersey. I mean, how much does this cost? It's a billion dollar league that is watching every player. Each, all you're, he's doing is watching the left tackle of team a that's it. Right, so for every player on the field, twenty-two at a time, there's twenty-two officials with a uh, camera zoomed in. Wouldn't we get all the right calls? Yeah, we yeah. get we get a whole lot more penalties, also. And you know, and you could say, well, then people should adjust to it, and that's the truth of the game. I don't know. In a weird way, I'm a technological person. In another weird way, I kind of accept it's the breaks of the game. But uh, you know, maybe it's part of me is as a Steeler fan. I remember that I was just a kid, but that Houston uh, oh. <laughs> way back with, uh, was it Remfer? I can't remember. But apparently there was a pass interference call that was missed. <laughs> and the Steelers almost lost before they made a Super Bowl. And, and, and it's like, now I, I get it. Just because I'm a Steeler fan, I should say, well, that, mean, that means we should not have penalties called from the booth. It feels like we're on a fool's errand, might be the way to say it. Whereas we're trying to move towards perfection and we're never going to get there. And we're in the cost of taking a tiny step towards perfection is too expensive. And I don't mean financially, I mean with all of the rigmarole that it's going to require. When we come back, we're going to talk. Let me see, what are we talking about next? Oh, it's baseball. Now, we're going to talk a lot, a lot of NCAA before the show's over, but we've got the opening day over-unders for all the teams. We'll tell you the best. We'll tell you the worst. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm RJ Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a moment, we will take a look ahead at the Major League Baseball season, which gets going on Thursday. And each weekday, we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now on the Strip. 78 degrees, and the neon is coursing. So, RJ, the Major League Baseball season technically opened up last week. You had the Mariners and the A's play a two-game set in Tokyo. But the real opening day... Yeah, of course. And, And everybody paid attention to that during the tournament. Absolutely. But the real opening day in Major League Baseball gets going on Thursday. So, what does Vegas make of the 2019 season? Well, I tell you, one of the best tips I could give if you're trying to be a little more savvy about how to use Vegas numbers... Don't look at the title odds. Look at the season over under win totals. So title odds, that's usually a Chicago Cubs fan. He's here for the March Madness. 20 bucks, puts it in his pocket. He's shown it when he's eating his deep dish with all his buddies. Nothing wrong with that. But it's a very uh, recreational betting pool. Over under win totals out of... All the games in the regular season, how many you're going to win, that's more professional. That's where Fezzik's vulturing around trying to pick people's bones. So let's look at those win totals, which is a sharper number, and we're going to project out for you the best teams and who's going to be the division winners. Brad Powers is going to help me here. So Yankees are tied with the Astros, expected to have the most wins at 96 and a half. So that means the Yankees. American League East champs, RJ. All right. Makes sense. Astros. American League Central champs. Now here's where the divisions (laughs) come in. The third best team in baseball, according to win totals, according to Vegas, the Boston Red Sox. But what's going to happen to Boston? (laughs) Even the defending World Series champs, wild card, even though they have the third highest season win total in all of baseball, wild card for the Red Sox. All right, next up, Dodgers, 93.5 wins. NL West for the Dodgers. Indians, 90.5 wins. AL Central for the Indians. Phillies, the Phillies, Mm. 89.5. NL East champ, Phillies. Imagine the Phillies, the NL East champ. Next up. I think Sports Illustrated is picking them to win it all. The Nationals, 89 wins. Wild card for the Nats. Okay. The Cubs, a lot of fans out there, deep dish fans, 88 and a half wins. NL Central for the Cubs. So, oh, they got that. Now, <laughs> this gets fascinating. St. Louis Cardinals. Wild card. All right. That makes sense. Now, check this out. Next up, I won't even give the win total. I'm just going to go in order. Milwaukee. No what? dice. Milwaukee nothing. doesn't make the playoffs. No, nothing. And remember, guys, we've got one playoff left. The wild card in the American League. Braves. No playoffs. Mets. Nope. Rockies. Nope. Tampa Bay Rays. Wild card. So think about that. The Rays are projected to win 84 and a half games, and they are projected to get the wild card in the one of them in the American League. The Red Sox are projected to win 94 and a half games. So 10 more, and they're also projected to be a wild card team. Observations, Fez. Well, what's interesting to me is the lack of parity in the American League. Basically, there's four teams, RJ, that have a really, really good chance already to make the playoffs. And the one question is who's going to get the wild card, right? The second wild card. Well, I think, listen... As much as Vegas is good with the odds, there's a lot of questions. We have teams that overperform, underperform drastically. But I think the projections rightfully are that the Blue Bloods, Yankees and, and Red Sox and Dodgers are all, all looking to make the playoffs and be amongst the five best teams. Now, we've got some history here. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas talking about the season win total odds in Major League Baseball as we approach 
the real opening day, Baltimore. I don't know about tanking and baseball, <laughs> but objectively, Baltimore, historically bad. Yeah, Baltimore season win number 58 and a half. Think about this, RJ. If you're a baseball team and you lose 100 games, that's a horrible season. Well, you're winning 62 games then. Baltimore season win number as low as I've ever seen, 58 and a half. So in all the time you've been batting baseball, this year's Baltimore team is supposed to be the worst team ever. Exactly. Wow. I mean, hey, how do we do better than that, Jonas? Uh, you don't, and you don't bet on Baltimore if you're expecting uh, to win a lot of money. Well, but that's the catch-22, right? <laughs> Usually betting on those horrible teams, <laughs> no one wants to do it, so there's value. All I can tell you is this. If you gave me two choices, let's use the NFL, for example, and said, use ESPN's media rankings, 1 to 32, and you have two choices, Jonas. One is bet on the number one team every week, Bet against the number 32 team. That's option A. Or vice versa. Bet against number one. Bet on number 32. I would love option B so much more because people always think teams that are good are better than they are and teams that are bad are worse than they are. I oh, I agree with you, RJ. But Baltimore last year was so bad, even worse than the market. <laughs> if you bet 100 bucks on Baltimore every game, you would have lost $5,000. The <laughs> Orioles last year won 47 games, RJ. One of the three worst teams in the history of baseball since 1900. Well, if anything, then that means that they're even less attractive now. <laughs> There's even more value now. Now, listen... There's certain bets that it's almost like a badge of honor. Are you willing to bet Baltimore? It means you're a real wise guy. I'm not saying I'm necessarily betting Baltimore. Guys, yesterday here on Straight Out of Vegas, we did an early preview of the Thursday games in the NCAA tournament in the Sweet 16. We will dive into those games exclusively tomorrow before they tip off here. But right now we're going to go to the Friday games in the Sweet 16, and we're going to start with LSU and Michigan State in the East bracket, where Michigan State right now on, on pregame.com is a six-point favorite. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I am so anxious for tomorrow's show. When we put the concept together, Jonas, you and I were talking on the phone. I remember we came up with the idea of the pregame show America always wanted, the pregame show you always wanted. And if there's a better example of that, I, what's tip-off tomorrow? What's the first tip-off tomorrow, Brad? Uh, a little after 4 p.m. Eastern or 4 p.m. Pacific. 4 p.m. Okay. Pacific. 4 p.m. Pacific, he yeah. says. So literally, you're saying a few minutes after straight out of Vegas yes. ends. So like literally leading up to tip-off, almost like it was planned this yep. way. I'm excited. Let's talk this first game, though. My biggest number one factor overarching here is the coaching mismatch. I cannot think of, in this round, the Sweet 16, a bigger mismatch than a Hall of Famer, Tom Izzo, seven Final Fours, so many Big Ten championships against an interim coach in Tony Benford, a guy that was fired at North Texas. Big advantage for Michigan State here. Okay, so the question is, and this is something we got into the podcast quite contentiously yesterday. So if you guys like, there's certain people... They were raised with like a father who was drunk. And if the kids in the backseat did something wrong, he'd turn around and backhand them. They, they hate contention. I get it. But sometimes creative conflict's a good thing. Well, we got into it. Fezzik, Brad, me. A lot of talk about these Sweet 16 games in the podcast. And oh, by the way, you can get this podcast too. All you got to do, go to your favorite podcast player. Search for R.J. Bell. You're going to see two podcasts. One straight out of Vegas right here. Great listen, obviously. And the dream preview. We did about 90 minutes on these Sweet 16 games. But one of the things we got into, Brad, so I got to ask you now, if someone said, um, let's see here. Hmm. Uh, Brad, it's me. I'm thinking about betting the Patriots because Tom Brady's out. What would you say to him? Well, the line's going to reflect that. Okay. So we always have a bigger challenge. To say Izzo's a better coach than a guy that was below 500 at North Texas, 
Not a big expert. Like, we yeah. gotta, I, I tell you, make sure Brad's locked up on his contract. I mean, pretty obvious. The question is, is it accounted for in the line? I don't think it is, RJ. First off, my power ratings uh, say Michigan State six and a half. And, and it's not like I've been overly positive on Michigan State. But with LSU, I think the market, hey, you know, this interim coach, they, they made the Sweet 16. A okay, LSU, this interim coach. I dive deep into those games, and I see massive problems specifically down the stretch in those games. A Yale team in the first round that did not play a great game against LSU. LSU didn't cover that game. And LSU, despite the fact they were up double digits at halftime against Maryland, had to score a winning bucket in the final seconds just to pull out a game against an overrated team. So LSU been playing great in the first half with those athletes, and then at halftime, Benford not making the right adjustments, and this team has been holding on for dear life in the second half of their tournament games. So coaching mismatch you don't think is fully accounted for in the line? I don't. I think this could be worth a couple points. Certainly not accounted for right now. Okay, in just one minute, we're going to finish the three remaining Friday games, including... A crossfire. Fezzik on one side, Brad on the other, pro on pro aggression. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Byer. College basketball still in the news as Alabama has found a new men's basketball coach. It's Nate Oates of Buffalo who leaves Buffalo for the job in Tuscaloosa. It was just two weeks ago that he signed a contract extension with the Bulls program through 2024. Now he's going to run the program with the Crimson Tide. Washington State's hired San Francisco's Kyle Smith to be their men's basketball coach, while Tennessee fired women's basketball coach Holly Warlick. And Kentucky forward P.J. Washington did post a video on social media today showing him walking without his walking boot and in a pair of basketball shoes. But head coach John Calipari says that Washington did not practice today because of his foot injury. He missed the first two games of the NCAA tournament. No LeBron James for the Lakers tonight out against the Utah Jazz after he played last night in their win against the Wizards. The Warriors won't have Jordan Bell tonight. He's been suspended by the team for conduct detrimental to the team so he's out against Memphis. Bulls forward Laurie Markkinen was held overnight at a Toronto hospital after experiencing extreme fatigue but returned to Chicago today but he's not going to play against the Blazers. A couple of NFL notes. Veteran wide receiver Jordy Nelson announced his retirement from football after an 11-year career and free agent wide receiver Demarius Thomas pleaded guilty to a careless driving charge stemming from an incident last month that left one person with serious injuries. And at the WGC Match Play Championships in Austin, Texas, round-robin play saw Tiger Woods win his first match against Aaron Wise, 3-1. and one. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have a look ahead at a doubleheader on ESPN in the NBA. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. And I'll be honest with you, I love when the pros battle. You know, back in the day, I used to watch those Saturday morning shows. They would all do it. You know, one would do the handicapping analysis. You could tell the guy beside him was probably all coked out. His eyes were going left and right, and then finally he'd turn and go, that was brilliant. And then he'd give his little mumbling analysis, same thing. I want pros on each other. You know why? Because the audience knows. You know that if they're disagreeing, they're being truthful. It's like the part in Kingpin where he's sitting at the bar and he goes, who's you calling a psycho? The guy's like, I didn't say anything to you. <laughs> he just looks around. Yes. I, I, I like Kingpin. Yes, I love it. Uh, guys, Duke, the favorite going into the tournament, is a seven-point favorite against Virginia Tech. This is in the East region on Friday night. So I am anti-Duke. If you don't believe me, you can uh, check out the ticket I have on Duke not winning the NCAA tournament. I bet $5,200 on the no. No Duke won't win it. So generally speaking, I'm anti-Duke. But in this game against Virginia Tech, I think Duke is where the value is at. Power ratings for me say for the first time in several weeks, Duke is the value pick. Here, I think there's too much anti-Duke sentiment in the marketplace right now because Duke almost lost that game over the weekend to Central Florida. And I actually lean to Virginia Tech because although I'm being shorted on the line based on your power rating, I think it's a dream matchup for the Virginia Tech defense. What does that D like to do? They like to pack it in. They let you shoot threes. And in fact, their opponents have shot more than half their shots from three because there's no openings from two. Well, what does Duke not do well? Shoot threes. One of the worst shooting three teams in the tournament. Well, listen, that dilemma 
is the dilemma of batting. Mm -hmm. On one hand, oh, it feels like I'm getting a little less value than I showed with Virginia Tech. On the other hand, boy, Virginia Tech seems to have a matchup advantage. That's why you're getting less value. Brad pulled out the stat. It bears repeating that if Duke makes the Final Four, even just the Final Four, they will be the worst shooting three-point shooting team ever to make the Final Four. In an era where threes mean more than ever. Another stat that I find stunning, I do a Adam Kroller show all football season and you know many other weeks during the season, and I was talking to him. This will be released tomorrow. And I was joking. I said, imagine if you went to law school, and a law school is a three-year endeavor, and you asked your mom, what do you think the odds of me making it through law school are? And the mom's a skeptic. She goes, ah, long shot, you know, 10 to 1. <laughs> now imagine the kid gets through the first year of law school. That's one-third of the way through. And then they went back and said, Mom, what do you think the odds are now? 15 to 1. <laughs> now, how crazy would that sound? Well, Duke entered this tournament with six wins required. The odds were? Plus 250 on Duke. They've won a third of the games they need to win. What's the odds now? Plus 300 on Duke. 3 to 1. It's like that crazy mom. <laughs> to the Midwest region we go, guys, where Auburn and North Carolina will tip off on Friday, and North Carolina is a five-point favorite. To me, it comes down to this is a bad matchup for the Auburn Tigers, specifically in the rebounding department, where Auburn is bottom 20 in the entire country, defensive rebounding. Auburn's gotten away with it in the first couple of rounds against Kansas and New Mexico State. Auburn's been out-rebounded by 10-plus each game, somehow found a way to win. North Carolina, on the flip side, top 20 in the country in offensive rebounding. Significant advantage here for the Tar Heels. Okay, it's time. Now listen, there's sometimes, you know, in Rocky, <laughs> you hear this music and you know there's you know there's a battle coming. Well, that's what this music means on Straight Out of Vegas. Set it up, Jonas. So we've got another game in the Midwest region, and it is the subject of our crossfire for today. It sees Kentucky a three-point favorite against Houston. Yeah, and I'm going to like Houston here, and I think this is all about P.J. Washington, Kentucky's Ford, who's been, last I looked, strolling around in a cast with one of those little rollers. Well, the cast is off, and he's questionable to play for this game. I think he's either not going to play, or if he plays, he's largely going to be a decoy. Now, the marketplace feels that P.J. Washington is worth about two points. Whenever he's announced out, the line moves about two points. I think P.J. Washington is worth quite a bit more. He's the number one scorer, leading scorer for Kentucky, the leading rebounder, the number two guy in blocks, and he's a great three-point shooter as well. Just from the pure numbers, this looks like a guy that should be worth four points to me, and because of that, I think Kentucky is overvalued without him. That's Steve Fezzik, and it shows you how you arrive at a pick. You look at what the market thinks, and you say, nah, I disagree. I'm willing to bet you. Your bet in this case is the value of this player is being, you think it's more than the market thinks, and that's what is driving your bet, Fezzik, on? On Houston. Brad Powers on the other side. I'm on the other side. I like Kentucky in this matchup, and here's what I can't get over. We got the 16 best teams, at least theoretically, left in college basketball. So I'm looking for any advantage that I can get. I have a significant advantage here just in strength of schedule. This entire season, Houston has played one. One top 25 team this entire season. Kentucky, 15 top 25 teams. So what I anticipate is going to happen, at least early on in the game, is it's going to be a shock to the system for Houston. Oh, my God, where do all these six foot nine, six foot ten athletic guys come around? I think Kentucky takes advantage of it, jumps on Houston early. Houston team that's not used to being behind when you're 33-3 and three on the season. I don't think Houston will be able to handle it. Give me Kentucky like all right, Brad, I felt like yours was a little more convincing. Fez, I'll give you 20 seconds <laughs> on the idea that Houston hasn't played anybody. Well, it's certainly a concern, but I might add, Wolford, one of your favorite teams, RJ, isn't exactly a juggernaut, and Wolford should have beaten Kentucky, in my opinion. They've got the best three-point shooter in the country, country in Fletcher McGee. What do you do against Kentucky? 0 for 12. Kentucky wins that game by only six points. All right, so you're saying that 
Kentucky, because they stopped that three-point shooter, that should be a negative? He stopped himself over oh, 12, well, RJ. Not used to seeing <laughs> that it, athleticism. It wasn't the athleticism, right? <laughs> That's the thing about Fez. He can tell any story he wants. You know, it'd be, it would be wild back in the day when he was working the room with the gals to see all the different BS he was uh, slinging. I mean, I let's just say in in this era of me too, it might not have been a good thing. I'm just going to say it like that. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying for sure. When we come back, we got tonight's biggest games on TV, what you need to know. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up at 8 Eastern time, tipping off a little over an hour from now on ESPN. It is the Pacers at the Thunder. Oklahoma City is a six and a half point favorite on pregame.com. And we have Steve Fezzik with us. You probably know about him, NBA expert. In all the five boroughs, I'm known. I'm known all over the world. All right, show us your stuff. All right, I lean to Oklahoma City here, RJ, and it's all about motivation. Amazingly, Oklahoma City has fallen in the current standings to the number seven team in the West. That is a major problem because 
they might have to play Golden State in the first round. Golden State might be the two seed. So think about this. You're so who's the one that's going to take over the West? Denver and Golden State are tied right now. So think about your Oklahoma City. Oh my gosh, if we go to the playoffs as the seven seed, we might have to play against the Warriors. If ever there's a team that should be motivated, it's Oklahoma City. They're only one game out of the five seed. They should bring maximum motivation. How far are they from not making the playoffs? Oh, they're a lock to make the playoffs. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> interesting. And just a lean, though. Only a lean because Oklahoma City has been struggling, RJ. One in five straight up and against the spread. Their last six games of Westbrook. Usually teams getting a lot of points, you know, getting value or struggling. Yeah, Westbrook is playing poorly. A team not going to the playoffs is the L.A. Lakers. They are in Utah to take on the Jazz, and Utah is a 15.5-point favorite. Now, this is a big TV game, right? Which station is this on? It's on ESPN. Oh, my gosh. And it's the Lakers? Yeah. All right, so, Faz, you, you leaned on the first game. you got to have a monster pick on this one. I am passing this one completely. What? <laughs> what do you think of that, Brad? Oh, wow. All right, here's what we're going to do. CEO call. I know you do big bets on Major League Baseball win totals. Takes off the rubber band. I'm going to force you, and, I, and by fiat, I'm, I'm able to do that, to give us one of your best Major League Baseball win totals instead of your pass on the big NBA game. Sounds good. I love the Cubs to go under 87.5 wins, RJ. The Cubs did nothing during the offseason to get any better. And look at their strength of schedule in division. So many upgrades. Milwaukee got better. They picked up Grandal. He's worth like three wins. St. Louis signed Goldschmidt. He's going to be the bedrock of the middle of their order. And the Reds picked up four key additions. The Reds were horrible last year. So whenever the Cubs played the Reds, they beat up on them. Now they've got tough games against the Reds. Strength of schedule so much harder. Cubs aren't any better. Cubs are going to go under 87 and a half. Is that the number 87 and a half? Yeah, it dropped from 88 and a half. Sharp Money's been on the Cubs under, and I wanted to give out a number that everyone could get. All right. That's a, uh, hey, Liz, you're a very generous fellow. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Most your handicap wasn't about the Cubs. It was about the rest of the division. Very smart, I think. How would you compare the importance when it comes to total wins in baseball versus, let's say, the NFL? So in the NFL, six of your 16 games are against interdivisional competition. How's that ratio in baseball? How much? How do you weight it? Yeah, so you got to play 19 times against your opponent, so it's comparable. You know, you, you don't play half your games within division, but uh, in the NFL, you play six division games. In baseball, it might even be worth a little bit more playing all those 19 games against your four division opponents. So it's not just how good is the team; it's how difficult is their path. I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. Fezzik's best bet under Cubs. Season win total. He was forced to give that baby. Bradley, I'm in a dictatorial mood, <laughs> right? I think that's okay to say. I'm gonna, you've got a best bet tonight in the NIT. You were trying to hold it back. Give it up. Yeah, I'm gonna give out best bet Texas minus five against Colorado. And I think right now Colorado is overvalued in the marketplace. Why? Colorado's gotten a dream draw so far in the NIT. They got a Dayton team that was on short rest and traveling and playing at eleven o'clock their time for a tip time. And then Colorado got a Norfolk State team in the second round that was off the biggest upset in the history of the NIT. And Colorado, Really good home team. In fact, Ken Baum has Colorado as the best home team in college basketball. But this is Colorado's first true road game since February 23rd. And how does Colorado do on the road? Because they're so good at home. On the road the last three years, Colorado, every single road game, only covering 28% of the time. All right, so this is a good example of what we're talking about. Let's make sure we understand. Because they are so good at home... You lose on the road. I don't because get they get they're so good. They overperform expectations at home, RJ. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they get overvalued when they go on the road. So they have an unnatural advantage at home. So imagine a situation where the hoop was. Uh, let's say that that there was a home arena in basketball that somehow, some way, they were able to make their hoop bigger than the opponents. Now imagine you would win a lot of those games. I know you switch at halftime and all that, but imagine if they switched the hoops somehow. Now, when they went on the road, you would say this team isn't as good as their numbers because they have that, that unnatural advantage at home. You're saying the altitude acts yep. as that. Absolutely. That's the unnatural advantage that Colorado has at home. Okay, and thus that plus 
the situation that they haven't played on the road in more than a month here, and they played a couple of cupcakes so far in the NIT, they're overvaluing the marketplace. Therefore, value Texas best bet, minus five. All right, best bet from Brad. I tell you, oftentimes we talk about how hard it is to win, but just to give you a little bit of hope that the public perception, the overreactions happen, NBA MVP, entering last night, Giannis was a clear favorite, minus 250, Harden right behind him. Now, Giannis, Milwaukee wins the game. They go all the way, Giannis does, up to minus 400. So minus 250 to minus 400 off of one win. Now, I get the idea that emotionally it feels like, oh, they swept him and all that. Boy, oh, boy, that feels like a overreaction. If you think Harden might win this thing, plus 300 looks mighty juicy as the MVP. The Odd Couple is next. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.